with power tonight i'm chris the weekend game guy and uh let's let's discuss what's going on mike mike will be the game genie is uh busy i'll put it that way how about that uh, he's busy his his wife is out of school and he's uh i don't Getting really busy yeah i i, I don't really want to know charging his energon yeah charging <laughs> the energon so tonight well, let's start with Stu. Stu, Mr. Dude206, you're here. What's up? Nothing much. My cholesterol, it's pretty high. Of course. That's not good, man. You should probably get that checked out. I know. I know. I need to eat more. You look fit, though. Like, I can't imagine that your cholesterol is too high. But, you know, no. looks are deceiving. You can't judge a book yeah. by its cover. True that. True that. True. So, to make up for Mike not being here, we decided to, to throw some uh, very special love sauce your way. And we uh, got a hold of Mike the Stink Mask. What's up, Mike? YouTube. Nah, I'm just kidding. What's up, gents? How's it going? I'm glad you're here. Hi, and, of course, you? we have had the return of Ed Etty1138. How are you doing, Ed? I am very happy to be here. We are very excited to have both of you guys here. Um, for those of you who don't know, they do their own little variation of a podcast called The Nerd Masters. And uh, that's... We did. We did. Well, <laughs> is, you know, you could always do it again. I mean, you know. It's true. That's true. It's just a matter of, you know, doing what we're doing right now, more or less. Word. It is what it is. <laughs> right. So uh, we're glad that you guys are here. And um, kind of, um, I was kind of looking forward to having you guys on, especially after last week we got, or last week, last time we got into this big discussion about resellers and stuff like that. And, um we kind of knew that both you guys had opinions on the subject of resellers, and you've probably got some horror stories of your own that uh, encountering people that are collectors slash resellers, um, people that masquerade as collectors that are really just nothing more than resellers in disguise. Um, so I thought we'd start with that. You know, we we had kind of mentioned of people we know that are. Oh, I'm I'm a hardcore collector, and then, you know, you flip. They flip a coin, and the next day they're selling everything they got. They flip another coin, and they're back to try to pick those games up. So, um, apparently, you don't have to go into too much detail. But apparently, Mike, you've got some experiences with dealing with this kind of uh, thing. Well, I mean, uh, here on here on Long Island, it's 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 pretty bad. I mean. It, Last summer, for instance, let me give you. I actually have a video of this, but um, I went to a garage sale that actually was advertised on Craigslist um, that they were going to have video games. So I got there eh, a little early. For those of you who go to garage sales, you should always ignore the early bird bullshit rule. Anyway, so I got there a little early. I bought the video games and I was leaving, and uh, on the side of a pickup truck was the picture of Mario and Luigi with a phone number under it that said, We Buy Video Games. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. I've never encountered that before. And I would imagine that guy doesn't get laid too often uh, driving <laughs> around in that, in that pickup truck. But, uh, yeah, I bought all the good stuff, so it wasn't like he found anything at that garage sale. And I haven't seen him since, uh, but I definitely recognize the number from wanted ads all over Craigslist. So Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nonstop here. That the sharks, sucks. sharks are everywhere, man. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty rough in that area. Um, 
up north it's really rough. Basically, it's rough everywhere, apparently, except for the Midwest. I mean, oh, God, Stu just died. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All is well. Sorry. <laughs> Earthquake? Yeah. Yes, yes. No, I'd say it's got to be, sometimes it's actually just right place, right time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's always, like, if I was there 10 minutes earlier, if I was there 30 minutes later, you know, it's you can't really take that into consideration too much. Yeah, the element of luck is is everything in garage yeah. selling and even going to thrift stores. You guys know that. Ed knows that for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Stu, you know that too. But Seriously. Uh, you know, I mean, it's getting hard. It's certainly I, I don't even go to the major thrift stores anymore like Goodwill or Sabres or anything like that because I, I have a feeling that the people that are working in the back are just taking the video games and not even actually putting them out to the f- sales floor. But that's yeah, just been- me. I've been suspicious of that myself. I really have. Cause, well, I mean, you know, one place I used to go, one of the Goodwills around here um, that I could go to, you would you would find at least, you know, an odd PS1 sports title here and there. But that's starting to dry up. Even that's starting to dry up. And that I know it's not because they don't have, a you know, a supply of them. Trust me. You know, but I don't know. I, I feel like that's what's going on, too. Or, you know, I, I've... You know, Goodwill's starting to do auctions online, and they have the Goodwill auction site and stuff like that. Then there's probably a good chance that that's what they're doing there too. They're just dumping everything online. Yeah, know? and to everybody out there listening that actually buys stuff off the Goodwill website, stop it! You're yeah. screwing up the Goodwills for us. <laughs> they keep putting, do it anyway. Yeah, no, they keep even, putting more stuff on there because people buy it off of them. Yeah, stop it. There's even taxes on the taxes on those sites too. You pay to pay for the price, and then you have to pay another percentage for Goodwill, and it's not even freaking worth it. You know. I don't know. I've never bought anything off the website. Someone told uh, me the shipping was outrageous too. It's it's stupid. <laughs> Whatever happened to good old days where like old ladies don't know what they're selling? Say, oh, Sonny, that'll be just fifty cents. And then are you like, saying cool. you enjoy taking advantage of old ladies too? Very much so if they have nice hair. <laughs> Purple hair. Upstairs yeah. or down? Oh. <laughs> I like Chewbacca, just saying. <laughs> um, Ed, have you encountered the uh, the dreaded reseller um, scenario? Uh, I have. I mean, I do differentiate between uh, different types of resellers. You've got You've got the reseller, the guy that goes out there and buys anything he can find and then resells it for an inflated price. And then you've got people like Mike and I that will, if we run across a particularly good deal, rather than let it sit there, we'll pick it up. If we know somebody that wants it, we'll give it to them. If we don't, maybe we'll resell it and use it to fund our collection, but we always sell at reasonable prices. So I have to say that I differentiate between types of resellers first. But going back to the bad type of reseller, yeah, one of my my first popular videos on YouTube was a video where I went to a flea market on lunch and I filmed some video and it's it's with with a really bad camera and it looks awful but I had the most amazing experience there and everything interesting happened right after I put the camera in my pocket and it, I had to I went and I inserted clips of me talking after right after these things had happened but that was one where I walked in and I saw this this uh display of NES games 
and I didn't have the money, so I went back, got money out of the ATM machine, and as I'm coming back out, I hear this guy talking to presumably the person that owned the store, asking him if he wanted to buy it, telling him the different games that are in there, it's this much, and as I hear that, I just took off running because I knew what he was talking about. I beat him there by probably 10 seconds because he saw me running and I guess assumed I was going after the games. And, Wait, you actually uh, run? You actually I, run? I, he saw me going and he saw where I was making a beeline to and he must have figured it out because I started running before I got to him. And he, he Anyway, get there and I had talked to them earlier. I said I didn't have money, had to go back. But uh, apparently he did the same thing and the wife wanted to sell to that guy, the reseller. The husband wanted to sell to me, and mm. basically there was a little bit of a tiff there, and the reseller walked away all angry and huff, and I ended up getting him. I gave the couple five dollars more. I think it was thirty-five dollars for, I don't like forty-two NES games. And I saw that video. I remember yeah, that I I think when I added it all up, it ended up being like four hundred dollars worth of games. So totally <laughs> worth it. That was one experience. The most irritating one, though. And I talked about this in a couple of different videos, and I'm sure at least one or two of you will have heard about it. But when I bought uh, Spider-Man Web of Fire at an exchange. and Oh, yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, somebody, I put it on a video, I talked about it, and somebody went in and told them mm -hmm. what had happened. And ever since then, that oh, place is just completely ruined. Well, I went back in, and I think I talked about this on a video as well. I determined later that there was a reseller working at that store. Yeah. And he was he was pricing games ridiculously low, and they're not allowed to buy them for 24 hours after they price them. You know, they have to price it, put it out for 24 hours. Well, he I don't know if you watched my video. I did eventually find him on YouTube, but he was pricing them, putting them out, and then coming back and buying them. And I found out because he showed me this package one time that was behind the desk, and it had a copy of uh, what was it, Mega Man yeah. for the. Uh, Game Gear, and it was mixed in with a whole bunch of other games, and it was priced at $10. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, somebody's going to come in for this. I ended up finding it on eBay, like, two days later, and he was selling the games individually. There were a couple of other, you know, fairly valuable Game Gear games in there as well, but and the address was in Cuyahoga Falls, where that exchange is at, and later I found out that that kid ended up getting canned for pricing stuff and reselling it. So I'm pretty sure he was the source of all my problems. Yeah. And there hasn't been anything worth buying there ever since then, which is sad. It sucks. <laughs> of course, on the other hand, how much stuff did I get a really good deal on because he was ripping off the store? Yeah. <laughs> or trying to. Yeah. Good point. So you thank him? Yeah, I guess kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but Thanks, you thieving that... reseller. I appreciate it. <laughs> That even ha happens at, like, you know, actual, like, video game shops, not necessarily, like, thrift stores, that uh, the employees, like, hold stuff back, even if you're on some kind of sort of list or whatever. They hold merchandise and buy it for themselves, which even at, they leave scraps for you even in a retail situation, and that's stupid as well. So it's not really fair, but can you blame them, really? Yeah, I'm, it, it's gotten progressively worse where I'm at, and I know that, I know for a fact that um, some of the employees at some of the local retro stores here um, have done just that. They hold it back for themselves or they hide it, you know, that old trick, you know. Well, it was out on display, but technically it wasn't. It was like under a stack of, you know, Mario and 
duck hunts, you know. Um, they've done that, and, and they come away with stuff. And then they'd be bragging to their friends. But the funny thing is some of their friends are friends with me, and they don't know that, and uh, it sucks. But, you know, like I, I, like I told you guys earlier, I haven't bought a game in a year. So I, <laughs> I haven't bought a game in a year. So I don't even know what it's like right now, really, with any kind of um, real seriousness of what the climate's like right now. Now, which in, defense, in defense of some of these guys, a quick poll. How many of you guys would try to do the same thing if you worked at one of those stores? Absolutely. I mean, I not, of not ripping the place Never. off. The Never. guy at, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. The guy at the exchange was ripping them off. But I could see if something good came in, you know, trying to get a good deal on it from the owner. I, I don't really have a problem with that, to be honest. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that I hadn't thought about working for Savers for two day, like two days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what you can come up with? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we can making a YouTube series out of it for three. That weeks. would be cool. I thought about the same thing. You know how often I go. So yeah, you're there every day. You camp out in the parking lot. Not usually. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> you know, I've been there a couple times after you know when they open. I know Mike. Maybe you have. You know when thrift stores open, it's like a horde. Of just animals ready to just ram through and get everything in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, Have seriously, you what's the deal with that? Huge lines waiting to get into some of those places. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy because everyone scopes out what's going to be on sale the next day, and so obviously they have an eye out for it. Like, um, not really game related, but when I was, you know, after my my hi-fi stereo set, right? Yeah, I was trying to find an equalizer. And it was like, you know, a couple bucks. But when I went in there, this guy totally grabbed everything that was on that special tag sale, threw that shit in his cart, and just sat on a couch with two baskets in front of him. I'm like, dude, are you going to buy these? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all of this? You have two carts full. He's like, yeah. And then he just started messing with his cell phone. So basically, he was just hoarding the sale. So I can imagine that that happens for other stuff. Bastard. That's so low. <laughs> but, you, yeah, you know, you snooze, you lose, but that's kind of, I don't know. Is it fair or unfair to do that? I think it's, <laughs> it, it might be fair, but it's dirty. Yeah. It's dang <laughs> dirty, you know. You're just Sounds upset like... that he got there before you, man. Yeah. Seriously. But, you know, what can you do? It sounds like supermarket sweep. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally just throw entire shelves into a shopping cart it's so uh, I, it's not like that where i am because there's nothing in there anymore like i said earlier there's nothing there now so you get there and it's just seriously just people looking at old clothes i mean that's that's pretty much all that's going on in, in thrift yeah, shop but you me. live in the hills of north carolina man right i mean well, i live on the coast but <laughs> same difference <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, but we need clothes because you know most of us can't afford clothes, and we we go around barefoot, and because uh, that's what we do down here. They sell bait and tackle in thrift shops. Yeah, at ours, y'all don't do that. Dirt, just dirt. They sell yeah. dirt. Yeah. No, the floors are dirt. <laughs> yeah, the floors are dirt. And, saw, yeah, and sawdust. Are sawdust and peanut holes. <laughs> Lovely. We, you know, we we tie our horses up outside before we're going in. And... <laughs> All right, that actually happens here. Oh, That's geez. cool. Uh, yeah, the Amish tie their buggies up right outside the stores. That's cool. 
You should steal a buggy. Like Grand Theft Amish. Hey, I have seen drunk Amish driving buggies. That's hilarious. That's that is that is hilarious. Yeah, they come into town, they get drunk, and then they have to drive the, the buggy home. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work for them. Um, what, what does the Amish buy at a thrift store? At a thrift Hats. store? Hats. Yeah. Hats. Uh, not much, actually. They usually buy silverware, plates, stuff like that. Uh, they don't buy clothes. No. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Scare equipment. <laughs> yeah, Nothing just... hotter than a. <laughs> hey, you guys heard about that though? You know, some this this Amish uh, chick went on some reality show and then she ended up being a Maxim model. What? No. Yeah, you guys need to Google that shit. I'm doing it right now. I could me? tell you guys so much about Amish people that you have never heard before. <laughs> really? Probably save it for another podcast though. God, dog, she's kind of cute. Whoa, well, could, it's that easy, huh? Let me check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, Amish Maxim. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, nice. She's cute. Yeah, see? I mean, I wouldn't punch someone in the face for her or anything, but... I, <laughs> Fell time. I'd let her milk the cows, you know what I'm saying? You know, drink the baby a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Oh, ah, wow, not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. Shit. Considering. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on? The old body wax. What? Everybody has tuned off the podcast and started typing into Google. <laughs> <laughs> just pause and Google this. Just Google Amish Maxim. That's that's what's up. New wallpaper. Okay. okay. <laughs> you might get some unsubs from your Amish fans out there yeah maybe not well, though maybe maybe not. The, I, you know we might get a huge influx of amish listeners because that's what they're into is podcasts that's what i heard exactly that's the, new, right, the they, new angle they make heaters and listen to podcasts apparently. that's right uh, yeah <laughs> all right so uh resellers suck but not all of them and thrift stores kind of suck right now is that kind of the consensus right now <laughs> Well, I actually Didn't found miss. a I found a mom and a pop a mom pop thrift store that's been it's been like a slot machine. It's been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's kind of what um, is kind of becoming the honey holes right now. Is is the mom and pop stores? A buddy of mine, there's a there's a mom and pop one that he found a stack of Atari twenty six hundred games at like a nickel a piece or something in there, that's and ridiculous. he just bought like a grocery bag full of them for like five bucks. So. You know, I think that's kind of the way things are moving, but it'll only be a matter of time before, you know, that starts changing too, because someone will get a scent and they'll be in there. The bloodhounds will be in there eating it up, you know. So all the mom and pop stores around here have closed up shop. Uh, I just read in the paper another one, a huge one, uh, in a city right next to the one I live in, just closed up. That it sucks. was big enough that it made it into the local paper anyway. Yeah, that sucks. It does suck. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, that the, the sucky thing about it is, is that it is a mom and pop shop, and you kind of, you know, you kind of keep your fingers crossed, hoping people like that succeed and kind of stick it to the man, so to speak. But yeah, stick it to Goodwill. Yeah, God, screw Goodwill. I've, Goodwill is not a charity, guys. 
Okay. No kidding. I, I want to make that very clear to our listeners that it is not a charity. You know, the the owner makes like billions of dollars every year, and it's the most ingenious <laughs> marketing scam I've ever heard of. I mean, it's disgusting, remember, is what it is. I remember yeah. the day when they they took away thrift and changed it to retail stores. I was like, yeah, what? Right. You can, yeah, you can like see the outline of thrift instead of retail. I was like. Yeah, so that that that's how it's gonna be, right? You know, you you can't get a pair of jeans for a dollar anymore. You gotta actually pay half a retail. That's just that's crazy. That's one thing that really just irks me about thrift stores these days is that you know, say if you are broke or down and out and whatever, and you actually need some clothes or a cheap ass video game, where are you gonna go? Because <laughs> you can't afford. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. Like, why do I want to go pay to pay, buy from Goodwill if I'm gonna be paying this much? You know, might as well walk my my scrubby ass into a Bon Marche or something. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it's really stupid. What and the hell is know. a Bon Marche? I it's, was going to uh, ask that. Uh, Macy's or Woolworths or what do you guys have? What's your department stores out there? What's uh, a department store? <laughs> we got a feed <laughs> store where I'm at. And, uh... oh, Woolworths hasn't that been closed since 1967? Yeah, just about. <laughs> We got a tractor supply out here. Chubby and Tubby? You guys have Chubbies and Tubbies? No? No. All You're right, speaking so a completely I... different language, man. I got All a right. Walmart. All right. Old Walmart. I got a Barger <laughs> because... King. <laughs> right. a... <laughs> yeah. for, for, forgetting about the region differences here. Yeah, that's... We're, we're really representing the globe here. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> and by globe, I mean just the continental United States, but... You know, you know that's kind of globish, I guess. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't. The goodwill thing always pisses me off. I mean, it's the, it's brilliant though. I mean, think about it. They, they have no, little to no overhead. Yeah. You know, and all it is is, pro- it's like, per- it's like pure profit. When we go by there, like when you shop at Goodwill, it's like pure profit for them. Now, come on, they pay handicapped people about 25 cents an hour on average, so they've, they've got some overhead now. Woo, God bless them. I'll tell you what, they're just saving the world. <laughs> Bunch of dirty <laughs> bastards is what they I are. It's, it's filthy. It is so grimy. It is, ugh. And, the, and, the, and there are, the store is always dirty. I don't know how your Goodwills are, but my Goodwill is always filthy, and it stinks, and they always smell bad. And the floor, there's an inch of dirt on the floor, but that's because the floor is dirt. We've already discussed that. My yeah, exactly. I was, I was going to correct you. The floor is dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but truthfully, that someone needs to rub a mop over that thing. I mean, if you were getting paid a quarter, would you would you even bother? No. An hour. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> no, I, no. Well, that's the sad thing. They they all they live. And then they go to these workshops, and then the workshops send them to Goodwill. They kind of don't have a choice, and they don't know any better, which is awful. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's so, like, taking advantage of people. Like, oh, it makes me so mad. I What's guess. irritating is I've watched a few interviews with some of the, the regional presidents, and to hear them rationalize it, it's just infuriating. It's like, well, it's not about how much they're getting paid. It's about their quality of life. So you're telling me that you're improving their quality of life by sticking them in a filthy, smelly back room, sorting other people's dirty clothes. That's improving their quality of life? That's embarrassing. Yeah, sounds wonderful, really. Uh, yeah. Well, at least those guys get a chance to, like, 
steal good video games and put them on eBay. So <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah, Me I mean, too. So in the end, guys, if you work in the back room at Goodwill, you you just snag as many of those games you want, and you just screw Goodwill. <laughs> that's that's that. <laughs> and Savers and all the other ones. Savers is worse. Savers is worse than Goodwill, I think. You know what's weird is that uh, Savers and Value Village seem to price a little bit better than my Goodwills in my neighborhood because it really depends on the look. Well, I guess that's everywhere. It really depends on the location and what idiot has that stupid markdown gun, you know? Yeah. I'm not familiar with Savers. We don't have those, so. Savers, they don't even they don't even beat around the bush. They just say, okay, it's ten, we're giving away 10%. To charity, the rest, eh? The CEO is going to make two million dollars this year. Well, at least they're upfront about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're not lying about it. That's for sure. So <laughs> it's still dirty, but not quite as like underhanded as Goodwill. So I can respect their griminess, I guess. <laughs> standpoint. Oh gosh, it, yeah. All all in all, they really suck. I think the only one that's like really truly a charity that I know of is Salvation Army. And they have no video games. Yeah, well not normally. Not many. <clears throat> they have a lot of brick a brack. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Stu, I found a lot of stereo equipment in the one near us. <clears throat> oh, did you? Yeah. I mean like full like record players, like the whole oh, hi fi wow. set. Yeah. So So I, I guess that that's your gold mine right there. Yeah, if that's what you know, I I should just box everything up from one and just ship it out to you. It won't cost much at all to ship giant yeah, exactly. hi-fi equipment at all, would it? Hey, I tell you what, <laughs> some of that vintage hi-fi stuff goes for a mint on eBay. Oh yeah, yeah. just saying. Like, Reseller. Uh, <laughs> no, like when I was getting the the hi-fi set. I would, I would, before I got the hi-fi set, I would always walk by the receivers and never even pay attention until when I was actually trying to get the hi-fi set. Then I noticed what the other people were there for. Because in my neighborhood, there's like, you know, five merry middle-aged men that just uh, are retired and they just sit on the couches. I was like, why, what are they waiting for? They don't buy games. They don't buy any of that. They actually buy receivers and all that, uh digital equipment for like sound and audio home theater so that's what they've been after and so it was just um kind of yeah I, I was like somebody had to buy it so that's what they're doing and when i when i bought that whole set that i posted on facebook it's that you know they wanted those parts and they were like you know hovering waiting until i put it down but you know yeah, it, yeah. but if they ever figure out that I'm the guy there just trying to buy video games, I think I'm asked out because they're from there from nine to five. Five of them go to all the ones that I go to because I see them right after I leave and when I get at the new place. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody crazy. got time for that. Yeah, it's it's. They probably own some kind of store or retail store, so that's that's their way to get stuff. Yeah, I see. I see a absurd amount of. Uh, that type of music equipment at garage sales. <clears throat> I bet Field. people are trying to upgrade to get the $2,000 stuff. You know what I mean? Still haven't found that PVM though, man. The... They, 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 they have them, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it's advertised in your area. I sent you that link. Yeah. But, uh, one day I'll find it in the wild for two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
let's uh why don't we move on to the uh the manual thing mm-hmm. so um Stu, you kind of brought that up so why don't you spearhead that all right basically what i wanted to talk about is you know i guess as of late a lot of the games are going digital so they're totally eliminating everything that's physical so back in the day when you bought a video game you get a full full case a clamshell you get the cover the insert the manual full color manual description pictures art stickers all that crazy crap and nowadays when you buy a new video game it's just a leaflet if that and like a dlc code or some kind of rewards code to you know hop online and register your product it's just kind of a dumb that they're eliminating that because i don't know about you guys but i kind of like reading the manual even though i don't use it to necessarily play the game i find it as just a part of the game meaning you know it's the artwork that comes with that you know what i mean you guys understand what i'm saying it's it's something that you know i wish they wouldn't do away with because there's so many older games with like double cover arts where you can flip it inside out and you get another part of the game just visually and it's you know just appealing that way but nowadays it just seems so so it doesn't have a lot of flavor i guess because they're just so mass reduced it's like they don't even give a shit yeah i i like to have them around for the art i like looking at the artwork Mm -hmm. and stuff and um yeah i i I haven't seen this as much because i don't Mm -hmm. you know i i try to avoid digital content but I, i think it all comes back to um basically them trying to save an extra buck you know yeah because i mean even with digital content right now they're they're still uh, charging full price you know in a lot of situations they're charging full price yeah you you still digitally get the manual these days if you uh, like you know go into the option screen and do all that stuff but it's just the little mainly the details about something like that that i miss remember flipping through a, a old manual and looking at the back and you can see like note notes where you can write notes of your favorite code or those long ass passwords that mm-hmm. are like 80 characters long or you know the hotlines where you call this and that and and just cheats stuff like that you can jot down as a kid or put those stickers everywhere it's just you know that stuff that this new generation's not gonna even care about not like they're missing it like they grew up with it but you know it doesn't mean that they don't deserve it as well so they're, they're just missing a lot because they're paying they're not paying enough detail to the stuff they're putting out, and I just feel with all the newer stuff, they're just, you know, we're too worried about pushing out a product to make the quick buck, even though mm. everything's, you know, you know what I mean? It's just high high graphics doesn't mean shit to me. It's it's all about gameplay and detail for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's two aspects to this actually. Obviously, there's the cost savings mm-hmm. that Chris brought up, but mm-hmm. there's also the fact that aside from the aesthetic, I mean, I love the aesthetic of the things that I collect as well, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about other things we collect later, but uh, you don't really need them. I mean, if you look at some of the modern games, you don't need a manual because the game holds your hand the whole way. I mean, you've got arrows on the ground showing you which way to go. You've got a disembodied voice talking in your headset telling you what to do. You've got instructions on the screen. You know, the game highlights all the items that you need to pick up. It just... it. Unless you turn it off, obviously, but there's no real need to have a manual because the game holds your hand through all the hard parts. And then if you happen to miss something, you just go back to the last save point. Uh, You know, gamers nowadays are sissies. It's awful. So what do they need a manual for? I guess 
I guess that's what it all boils down to is, you know, the money savings and the fact that, you know, the game has all the help that you're ever going to need built right into it. You know, another thing that I thought about, you know, speaking of like the money thing is, is I guess, you know, in a time we are in now, we want to be more eco-friendly and have, you know, as least waste as possible, I guess. Oh, that's not the reason you they're know, doing just, it. It could be, oh, you know, that way, but you know, <laughs> we're trying to be green by not printing out your manual. Have, so we're not going to have any of you guys anymore. ever watched a show called Better Off Ted? No. Oh, mm. damn it. He worked for a company. And they always had these commercials going into the break, the commercial break, the company would. And they made in one episode, they made this big push about going green. And everything they were doing, all the cost-cutting measures that they were taking were all about going green. And they put the green spin on it. And then the commercial going into the break one time was, uh, we're going green because people like it. And that's what it is. You know, none of these companies care about going green. You know, my company... They don't want to send me a paper paycheck anymore. They force me to get it direct deposited. And it's because they're going green. And I find it amazing that, uh, particularly with the paperwork, you know, because they're going green, they don't want to print up this paperwork and, and send it to me. They want me to print it up at my house. So now the expense has been pushed on to me, and I am destroying all the paper. <laughs> yeah. So it's not green at all. It's just... Exactly. It has nothing to do with going green. It's about these companies wanting to save money and save face and make a perceived uh, disenfranchised customer base happy. Yeah. It is all about saving money, I think. Uh, well, and uh, that and I don't think people like to read anymore. So, no. <laughs> uh, now, I remember having Sega Master System games and, and, you know, the first thing you would do when you left Toys R Us or whatever it was, you would open the game up in the car and read the manual and it would tell yep. It would tell you the the bosses that you would fight on the different levels, the different types of enemies, and how to approach them. And uh, it would give you helpful hints at the end. Those days are long gone, and it's it's mm -hmm. it's. Uh, I feel bad for newer gamers that don't have that experience, especially when they're younger, you know, like ten, eleven, or twelve, to to read the manuals. And in addition to that, is the posters that used to come with games, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you know, they would it would on one side it would have all the cool different uh, characters that were coming out that year, and on the other side it would have all the different games with the descriptions of the games that were coming out, and you know that that just that just doesn't exist anymore in this internet age, and it sucks. It does suck, man. It's too bad, but yeah, and the manuals suck now though too. I mean, if you look at if you pull the manual out of any game, it's like like maybe three pages long, and it. It just sucks. There's no... it's, it's like directions on how to avoid having a seizure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how to clean the disc. Or, that yeah. is some helpful information, though. I mean, I don't want to be having seizures. <laughs> like, don't look directly at the TV while playing the game. You'll avoid a seizure. It's just, it's, it's sucking if you have to read, If you have to read a manual to avoid having a seizure, <laughs> you might want to rethink your approach to, to life, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're prone to having seizures at that by that point in life, normally you've got a battle plan of avoiding them. You don't have to read the instructions in the video game manual. I... Oh, also freaking on you know eBay, people are selling these manuals too. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna split this game in three so you can buy it in parts and maximize my profit for this one game. Whoa. Well, you're missing a great business opportunity there, then, Stu. What you need to do is invest in a laser printer and print up professional-looking 
manuals and sell them on eBay. Uh-huh. You could make your fortune. Do they do? Do they do repro manuals yet? Uh, you would be I'm the sure first that do. I know of. I'm, I'm sure. All right, do. let's do it. <laughs> Business plan right there. Exactly, pen pending. Yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, I, I, they don't, do they? They do cover art. They do labels. They do cartridges. I don't know if anyone. <laughs> On Stu's next manuals. pickup video, he's going to get a used laser <laughs> printer to Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to explain why, but we'll all know. <laughs> we'll know, and anybody listening to the podcast will know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll the... edit this. We'll edit this part out. <laughs> Let's see. What was the last new game you guys have bought? The actual last brand new. New meaning current or previous gen? No, brand new in the packaging. You opened it up. It smelled like the factory. Brand new game. Uh, the seven Wii U games that I bought for my son. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the Wii U. Shit. Okay, what about you, Chris? Oh. I'm trying to think. I think uh, Mortal Kombat, when that came out, the new Mortal Kombat one, that was the last game I bought new. Everything else I buy used because screw it. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine was NHL I 13, I think, for the PS3. I think that was my last new game. Uh-huh. Got cracked open that uh, Fatal Frame I picked up a couple of days ago. That was new. Nice. I busted that shit open, looked <laughs> at the manual, put it back down. <laughs> <laughs> Play that game, man. Do it. Like, right now. Just it's, just hang up and go I, play I, I, it. It's so good. Game is super creep. It's crazy. Yeah, they're scary. You know, if you play if you play a survival horror game with the volume down, it's it's not as horrible. No. Yeah. No, you need to play, if you've got a way of doing it, I play, play through uh-huh. Fatal Frame with earphones, like headphones on. Dude, uh-huh. that was, oh, man. I had to stop. I was, I've never been more terrified <laughs> in my life. I felt, like, completely immersed. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh-huh. It was terrifying. It was very that game, terrifying. That game is intense, man. It no is. doubt about it. Did you did you play your uh, haunting ground yet, Mike? I have not. I haven't had a chance. You need to crack that in for like half an hour at least. It's it's, it's pretty. It's fun. The the, the cutscenes alone are worth the jiggles. I mean, uh, the game's good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Major score on that one, by the way, Mike. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. That was the uh, mom good. and pop thrift store for all you. Listeners out there, so yeah. What's that place what, what, called? Yeah, what's the no, address? I recorded video there, but I made sure I didn't show anything about the store except for the couple of shelves where where the games are. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will know those shelves. They'll figure it out. But I'm gonna drive up to Long Island just to find it. <laughs> Bithead 1000. Yeah. Bithead's gonna get stomped. Bithead's gonna get stomped out. Are you guys in the same area, or how far apart are you guys? Uh, I think he's about, I don't know, 25 minutes from here, maybe a half hour. Oh. Is that including oh, traffic? Wow. That is, there is no, well, there really isn't any traffic out here, but I I watched one of his recent videos where he called me out. He was actually in my area, uh, mm-hmm. garage selling. If I ever see him at a garage sale, man, he's going to get the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the leg drop, the friggin' <laughs> <laughs> clothesline. <laughs> you know, you've got the advantage there because as long as you don't talk, he'll have no idea who you are. This is correct. That Without is true. the mask on. So you can actually sneak right up on him. He wouldn't know. 
And then you can just whisper in his ear with your manly voice. <laughs> the sting mask is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> just throw a DVD case at his back. Yeah. Say what's up. Hit him over the head with some stereo equipment. I mean, if he had video games in his hand, I might have to knock him out and just take him on the way back to his car. It's still his car. I'm sorry. (laughs) I get overly excited about this kind of thing. There's a lot of YouTubers in the the New York area, though, right? There's a few that have a couple of YouTube channels as well. Yeah, there is. There's more in California, but yeah, there's definitely... uh, Well, there are a lot of people that live in New York City, and California is a very big state. Mm -hmm. Is this true? Is that? That's what I've been told. I heard a rumor that that was true. You know, I always thought it was cool ever since, you know, joining YouTube and seeing which different regions have which, you know, people in it. Like, you know, uh, Ed, you're in Ohio. And then, uh, don't you, is there anyone else in that area? Or or do you have that whole state on lock? Uh, On YouTube? I know that there are a few people that comment that tell me Mm -hmm. that they live. uh, Captain Akron, I think, is one of them. Oh, Uh, yeah. I don't know if. I don't know if does he post videos. I hate to admit it. I've never checked out his channel. And then, no, uh, no. is it Scuba Diver Picker that lives in Cleveland? No, he lives with me. He doesn't uh, live with me. He lives <laughs> second down hand here. hunter. Uh, oh yeah, it's, one, it's it, one of those guys. One of those guys lives in Cleveland. Yeah, Scuba. Uh, scuba I know because they commented on my video once that I was right down the street from their house. Yeah, Scuba lives. Oh, wow. like, well, he's moving back to Charlotte or whatever, but he lives like. I don't know, 10 miles from where I used to live, I guess. I guess we could put it that way. But, uh, hmm. yeah, he's in our area. Well, I guess we just so answered who lives in your area. Yeah, he lives in my area. But he he lives in my area. <laughs> <laughs> in your area. In my area. Yes. Which, which of your areas does he live in? The bathing suit area. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The total region. So, but uh, yeah, there's a lot there, you know, and there's even a lot in Seattle too, or you know, Washington. You know, your your guys' other fellow nerd bastard Ryan was up in uh, I think it was Bellingham, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then then there's uh, freaking you know, the blonde nerd. You guys seen her, right? And then Metal Jesus, and then uh, Reggie, that's always on Metal Jesus videos. And there's just a lot of people that I didn't even know, you know, did this shit. After I started, and you know, the whole community just got really small after that, and I just thought it was, you know, just really cool. So, and there is a lot of people down in California, just so many people down in California. I eventually, when I, when I go down there, either uh, this year or um, maybe next year, trying to hook up with a few of those guys just to shoot the shit at the flea markets. Because going to those flea markets down there, you you can find a lot of good stuff if you shop it right. I don't know. Flea markets around here suck balls. Yeah. There's, there's literally, the the first couple of years I started going to flea markets around here looking for video games, it was like a sea of video games, and they were all good prices. Now I go, and probably the last 10, 15 times I went to the major flea market in this area, there is nothing uh-huh. but resellers. I mean, it, it's like you hear from all these other people, you know, sun-faded games, and they're asking for twice <laughs> eBay prices, and... I got in an argument one time with a dude where I walk up and I said, hey, how much you want? And I don't remember what the game was. Hey, how much you want for this? And he throws out a price and he says, oh, that's $5 less than they charge on eBay. 
And he's like, what, were you trying to take advantage of me, hoping I didn't know what the price was? <laughs> I said, no, really? I was just hoping that you would be asking a reasonable price. Well, it's cheaper than eBay. And then you have to break down and explain to him why prices are higher on eBay. You got to pay the fees, which, by the way, you guys were you guys were a little off. It's not three two and a half percent. I think Stu said it's actually mm-hmm. between eBay and PayPal. It's thirteen and a half percent. It's ridiculous. Shut up, really? Yep, thirteen and a half percent. That sucks balls. <laughs> uh, it that sucks does. balls, but it, I mean, it is the easiest way to sell your stuff. I mean, True. I hate selling stuff on Craigslist because then you got to go meet people or. Worse yet, they yes. want to come to your house, and I will pass. I, I don't need. I to, mentioned that too. Yeah, you did. I don't need to meet somebody in a creepy alley to sell them shit. It, I would much rather just post it on eBay and be done with it. Yeah, same. Because I'm not trying to get raped. Ed, you only meet them to buy stuff in creepy alleys. Oh, not, not to, oh, not oh. Stuff. <laughs> well, that that That's changes that you experience buy, that I had with Chris in that creepy alley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the area. Yeah, the bathing area. suit area. Yeah, I was I was in his area. Yes. Yeah, the alley. <laughs> down, oh. Right down the fudge alley. Uh, what? You know, you always, whenever oh, I'm boy. on here, you always have to step over the line. That's what I do it's with like everybody, though. <laughs> you, you draw the line, and then you just walk right over it. I've always done that. I'm really bad for that. Sometimes, like, in really bad situations, like even at work, I'll say stuff. <laughs> to customers, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have joked about that. But hey, they they keep coming back, so I guess they like it. That's right. <laughs> they're, just, they're just they're building a case. Yes. You, oh. So they... oh, that's how that works. Ah, uh, see. Yes. Well, that's, that's yeah. one more restraining order, right? I mean, <laughs> just one more for the wall. Exactly. No big deal. Did you pay off your van yet? No. What? Oh. The creepy van? You, you, yeah, you say you're gonna paint the windows yeah, first. Well. You know. You know, strangers do give the best candy. That's what they do. <laughs> Spray paint free candy on the side. And, <laughs> and just... I yes. got bikes in my basement. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> as far as the free 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 market, flea market is concerned, uh-huh. um, I had a... Uh, one of the last times I went game hunting, there was one guy that had games, and he had two Super Nintendo games, one of them, the one that I was, only one I was interested in he had, and I was only interested because it was the only thing I found all day, was uh, Scooby-Doo for the Super Nintendo. You know what I'm talking about? Scooby-Doo yeah, Mystery. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vaguely. Right. It's yeah. what, worth like maybe a buck? You know, it's a dollar. A few bucks, yeah. Not maybe. much. You know, not not a lot. The guy, uh, I said, so how much? The, now, you got to, this thing was completely sun-faded. The, the label was peeling off. All that wonderful stuff. All your classic... Uh, it looks like crap moments, and he wanted $15 for it. 15 and I was like, nope, no thank you. And that's that's it. But see, that's that's all we run into around here is just the, is exactly what you described. The sun faded, and it's normally crap titles. I rarely ever find anything good anywhere. Um, you know, but to be fair, I've, I've said it before, I don't really get to go everywhere, you know, you know, for the yeah. sake of time, I really can't do that. Um, apparently, there's a, a flea market like in Fayetteville, I think. Um, I don't know if you guys know any clue what I'm talking about, but there's a, you know, a military town just a little bit away from me, um, Fayetteville, and apparently the flea market there is just awesome. So I kind of want to get over there to check that out to see what it's like, but I'm it's not just fun. It's, 
it's just fun to do, you know, fun to go out and do that kind of stuff rather yeah. than just, you know, that's the majority of why I keep doing it. I, you know, I don't necessarily hope to go find some super fantastic game all the time, but the actual hunt and doing it, I think that's the main drive of me actually going out to do it. Because you never know. You just never know what you're yeah. going to find. You don't know if you don't go. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Pretty much. Actually, my main motivation is the fact that I'm getting paid to do it. Yeah. And they're and they're paying for my gas. Yeah. See, you you've got such a sweet setup, man. That's a nice perk. Yeah, it, no it's doubt. the only reason I do it, honestly. And I find more and more lately with prices going up. Well, first of all, I think I've pretty much screwed myself because I'm I'm in these places. Everybody in the stores recognize me now because I was going in once, twice, sometimes three times a week, depending on the location. And even though I was hitting like sixty different places, everybody knew me. Yeah. And they, they started to figure out the types of things I was looking for, and the prices just gradually creeped up. <laughs> and, yeah, I find now that I just skip a lot of places. I don't even bother going to them anymore. And hopefully when I go back there in six months or seven months, there will be a whole new group of people from the workshop working there, and they won't realize <laughs> what I'm looking for. <laughs> just got to walk in, walk in like a shadow, in and out, 15 minutes, you're done. Yeah. 15 minutes? Dude, I don't think... Do you have you ever watched uh, mail carriers or meter men, the guys that come to your house and they read the meter from the electric company, and basically they, they stop, they stop, and their door is already open when they stop, so it flies open, and then they run and they take them. That's me. That's what I look like going into these thrift stores because I'm doing it between stops, and I've I've routed everything out so that it's right along my path, <laughs> but I've literally got. Uh, just like two or three minutes in each store, so I'm I'm parking, jumping out, running in, uh-huh. checking all the obvious spots, and then running out. So I'm sure I do miss some things, uh-huh. but yeah, I don't have 15 minutes to go the, the, look around the, the, in any store. Doing doing that game plan is awesome. Usually on the crazy seal days where I know something's like a buck, I have like time to run in with everybody. It's either do you want to go for hardware or you want to go for software. What's the one you would pick first if you knew there was everything on sale? Which would you guys pick first, hardware or software? Software, because I've got most uh, of the hardware. I won't probably uh, hardware for sure. Hardware is where my heart is. <laughs> I hear you. Software, software, software. Yeah. And then the VHS you guys all suck. area. Well, see, I'd go hardware if I had any kind of reasonable, you know, expectation that I might see something cool there that I don't already have. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe run into it. Well, I already have a TurboGrafx, but if I was to run into a TurboGrafx or something like that, mm-hmm. but that that never made it down here. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it did in some way, form, or fashion, but it, I didn't know anybody with one. So it's, you know, the the odds of me running into something cool like that. Well, nobody in North Carolina bought that kind of thing because they thought it was witchcraft. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. We don't even own TVs. What do you all do with this? (laughs) Play them games. Yeah. It's the demon. That's the mark of the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout my thrifts and hunts, I've only came, like, for Turbo Graphics, seriously, I don't know how many years, I've only come across in thrift stores one Turbo Controller. That was it. That's all I've ever seen. I've never seen a full console. Uh, the only console that I was given was uh, through a cousin when I went to California. He said, yeah, I have this old game thing. He gave me a Turbo Graphics with a Ninja War- No, what is that? Ninja Spirit and uh, yeah. Keith Courage. Great game. Ninja Spirit yeah. is awesome. That's a, good, yeah. that's a good get for the first game, yeah. Yeah, and I, I had I had to throw away uh, some 
Actually, I threw away a pair of pants so that I could fit the console <laughs> in my luggage. So I was like, fuck it. Good deal. Yeah, I don't see the turbo around here often either. I think, honestly, in all the years I've been doing this, I've seen maybe three. And in the last three years, I've seen one. And I think I took a picture of it. It had the turbo booster attached. And I posted it on Facebook because I was so shocked to even see one. Uh, Not even in the resale, even in the video game stores around here, I don't see them. Oh, really? Yeah, it must have been very uncommon. And even when I, I remember when I was in high school... Was it high school or was it junior high? might have been junior high. When they came out, uh, I only knew one kid that had one. And he bragged so hard about it. And all my friends either had the Genesis or later the Super Nintendo when it came out. But, yeah, one kid I knew in my high school that had a TurboGrafx. Was that, was that Michael B.? Uh, yeah, because Michael B. went to high school in Ohio here with me. Nice. I knew it. That guy. That's you know what, like a that's like a twenty two hundred mile round trip. No, that's like twenty two hundred one way. I heard I heard Ohio had good bus system though, so I mean that would make sense. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I've seen but, one turbo out of the thousands of garage sales I've been to, and I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But how much was it? Uh, it was first of all, it was I was hungover, and I got there maybe at like eleven thirty. And it was, I think it was on Memorial Day, I want to say. And I almost passed it over because I just arbitrarily didn't think there was going to be anything there. And uh, I looked at it. I just couldn't believe that it was a turbo. And I think I got it for 6 bucks, 8 bucks, something like that. Not bad. Say. Yeah. Came with a controller, yeah. some game. I think it was some gambling game, some sort of gambling game. I, I think I have called. seen more Vectrexes than turbos now that I think about it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that surprising? Never. That really is. Because I'm thinking about it. I purchased I purchased uh, a couple of overlays for a Vectrex at a guy's shop. He had two of them in the shop. And uh-huh. I saw one at a flea market, and it was priced at $400. And, uh, well, I can't count the one that I saw at the Midwest Gaming Classic. But, yeah, I've seen more of those in the wild than I have turbos. I've seen more Jaguars and Odysseys completing boxes and... Just all of that stuff, but turbos, you know, not so much turbo duos, not so much. I've I've seen you know my fair share of Super Nintendos and uh, PS2s. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, you've seen plenty of those. What have you got? Like sixteen, twenty-four, three thousand? How many have you got now? Oh, ten. He actually built right. an addition onto his house out of PS2s. <laughs> yeah. I did. Shit, nah. <laughs> Bleeding out to the garage, you know, gonna have to make another house for the PS2s. But you, know, you, you, we were talking about the turbo. But like, uh, uh, you guys know Harvey Dent. He's found like, he's found several. By comparison, I mean, he's found three, uh-huh. four, or five. You know, I mean, uh-huh. he comes across some pretty. Texas to most is a big state. Frequently. Harvey Dent is a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a few Harvey. cats who have found uh, a few uh, Turbo Expresses in the wild, no. which is absurd. I've That's never crazy. seen one of those. No, no I own one, but I've never seen one in the wild. Hmm. Actually, I own two. Do they I both seen... work properly? You're asking that because you saw my post on Facebook, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, seriously, I didn't. Do, do, do they work fine? Or <laughs> I well, I replaced the capacitors in both of them, so they both work. The problem is, I was missing a capacitor with the second one, uh-huh. and I left it apart. 
and I put Ugh. all of the screws and the switch in a bag. And when uh-huh. I finally got around to getting the capacitor, I couldn't find the bag with all the parts in it. Oh, oh fucking yeah. So I've Jesus. got one that's it's complete in box, too. It's just missing all the <laughs> screws and the switch. Should have kept oh, that geez. info to yourself. Jesus. Oh, man. No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you broke it. You bastard. No, it works. You just have to hold it together yourself, and you have to, like, shove a nail in there to flip the switch. That's what she said. <laughs> Whoa. All right, that's not normal? Yes. Yeah, not, no. not the nail part. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, it takes all kinds. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's what she said. Uh, oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on from that, whatever that became. I don't really even know what what's going on anymore. Uh, why don't we talk about, um, put the positive spin on it. Let's talk about why we collect what we collect kind of deal. Um, I do it for the chicks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I just, yeah, chicks dig um, guys with basements full of video games is what I heard. Chicks dig big collections, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, the bigger the better. <laughs> as long as you have that, that game with the duck and the gun, they're happy. Or Tetris. Yeah. Tetris, exactly. Miss Pac-Man. No. Toe jam and competition. Centipede. Hubert. Hubert. Yeah. Solstice. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. What? I don't know. I've lost it. I've lost the rhythm there. Sorry. That's what she said. This is ridiculous. So why? Why? <laughs> so why do you guys collect? What? Like what? What keeps you doing it? Why do it? Why keep doing it? Why? Why not just? Why? <laughs> well, I think why, at this why point, do you still collect? Go ahead. I think I'm a hoarder at this point. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. No, <laughs> I might be on a television show one day. It's collapsed in the middle of seventeen boxes of just extra video game shit that I don't need. You've got a lot of doubles too, don't you? I have so many doubles, doubles triples, triples, quadruples. I've seen pictures. It's insane. And it's not that I want to have them. I just I try to trade with people, and I have so much stuff that I can't negotiate a trade because... Nobody yeah, Mike. You What's don't going on, Mike? We need to trade some, Mike. Hey, man. I'm down the trade. Hey, tra- man. Look <laughs> 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 my Fantasia, son. <laughs> the one game I don't have a double of, man. Uh, I know it's tough times. Why do you want Dude, that it, awful, you, awful game anyway, man? It, it doesn't even because I, I have ties. That's like one of one of the only games that I had when I was you know growing up with the Sega Genesis was Fantasia and uh, Moonwalker, and I had those both just cart some beat up ass carts, and those are the only two games that I don't have till this day, and that sucks. God damn it. <laughs> You know, well, of course I, I can buy them on eBay, but you know, to find nah, it, nah, or nah, to nah. get them from a friend would be awesome. If we I'm going sure. to find that one day, and I'll just send it to you. How's that? Yeah, that, that, that sounds fair. You know, I, when I first started collecting, it was uh, I actually collected um, action figures, um, and then it uh, I had given away most of my collection or my f- older video games to my ex girlfriends brother who was autistic and he was into all the old video games so I had given away most of my stuff 
And then from the action figures, it just I went to a garage sale one day. I found some Saturn stuff, uh, and uh, it just it really has snowballed from there, man. I've, now I'm a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's no main focus on what you choose in, to collect, or no, no, no. I, the Genesis by far is the and the Master System to a certain extent are by far the systems that I would collect for first and then super nintendo and nintendo to a lesser degree but you know i run into a lot of playstation games and i, I did play a lot of playstation when i was growing up but um mm-hmm. it's definitely not my favorite system and then n64 i run into a lot unfortunately i don't really like that system <laughs> at all yeah there's just there's just a handful of games for that literally that you know not bashing the 64 collectors out there but you know is there uh what's on your uh your your top that you need to get that you haven't found yet, or have you found everything so far? Fantasy Star Four Complete. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one major game that I, I'm missing. Uh, I know Ed's got one, bastard. I, I had two. Some Where, one of uh, a YouTuber buddies sent me two card only, but I found I only, I found my complete copy when I went to Hawaii. But um, yeah. Yep, Fantasy Star. I figured you'd have that. No, Fantasy Star 4. Um, what else? Uh, I think, oh, Toe Jam and Earl, the original. Complete. Nice. would be cool. Uh, super, actually, Nintendo Contra Complete. I don't think I'm ever going to run into that. And Mike Tyson's <laughs> Punch Out. <laughs> you mean everybody doesn't have Contra Complete in box? No, yeah. just you, man. I got it. Do you really? Complete? Yeah, Contra Complete in box, yeah. Sure. Oh, killing yeah. me. I, I I don't. It's all good. I got it. You're supposed to play along, Stu. Sorry. I have Double Dragon 3 complete, though. Nice. I really do have it. Like, I'm really surprised. <laughs> I really do have this. Like, you guys don't have that? How do you not have yeah, it? That is, that is one of the few NES games that I want to have complete in box. That and Final Fantasy, which I found. Uh, there's only a couple of others, but definitely one of Contra. I got Final Fantasy Complete in Box signed by Nabuo Matsu. Wow. Yeah, well, screw you. Yeah, well, get in line. Castlevania. <laughs> your, Castlevania. Your Castlevania. Signed, and your special area. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Castlevania is Complete in Box signed by Kanuyo Yamashita. Wow. Yeah. Bash. He said, yeah, take them. And I got... Apples. Uh, I got a bunch of games that have been signed. I'm trying to think of everything I've got. That's actually been signed by real people, like real, like not. I've got a game signed by James Rolfe, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. That's that's just yeah, because he's not a real person. Well, he's a real person, but you know what I'm saying. Like he didn't have anything to do with the game, you know. Um, hey, I have the Angry Video Game Nerd game. Right, but but he didn't have anything to do with Top Gun. I mean, outside of the fact that he reviewed it. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I've got. But see, all my stuff's boxed up, in my, and it's not even with me anymore, which is kind of not fun. Um, it's in your second house. Yeah, so it sucks. I have to, like, it sucks. It sucks having a box. Oh, man, it's, it was so depressing. I should I should teardrop. Huh? Oh, Tear big drop. time! I should I should should do a video of the of the game room now, you know the the big sweet game room that I had, and it's just bare walls now, because we're trying to get ready to sell oh, the house. Geez. It's just so sad to go in there and see those no. empty shelves and 
and missing shelves and it's just not it's not fun. No, but yeah. <laughs> if, if I ever move, I'm gonna have to take the house with me because there's no way I'm moving all this shit. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Rearranging and adding to it is always an issue. So how 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 about you, Ed? You know, why do you do it? Well, I collect a bunch of different things. Um, everything I collect, though, really stems from my childhood. Uh, stems from you know the the era that I grew up in you know I collect laser discs which were something that only rich people had back in the 80s and 90s I mean for crying out loud a laser disc player it was nothing to spend two grand or more on a laser disc player so yeah I, I collect laser discs for that reason uh, also because I like the artwork as, as Stu referenced earlier artwork and the mm-hmm. detail that they put into them uh, there's just something really pleasing to to open it up and the way it smells and the way it feels and, uh, you know, brings back all those childhood memories. And it's the same thing with video games. Uh, primarily, I collect things that either I owned when I was a kid or played or just really, really wanted. You know, I envied the other kids that had it. And that is honestly the main reason I collect. If I don't have a sense of nostalgia for it, I don't want it. And it's weird because nostalgia for me is kind of an odd thing. I don't necessarily have to have played it, or for that matter, even to have known about it, to feel nostalgia towards it. For instance, there are systems that I own that came out in the 70s, and a couple of them in the 80s that I didn't even know existed until a few years ago. But I still feel nostalgia towards them because, you know, you go and you look and you see ads and you see kids sitting in wood-paneled living rooms playing these systems and it reminds me of doing that very same thing my living room in fact when i was a kid had wood paneling wood paneling and a drop ceiling so whenever you see all those ads that's what my living room looked like and seeing stuff like that i do i feel nostalgia for it and i want to collect it and yeah everything that i do collect and i collect several different things it's all for that reason it's all because i feel a sense of nostalgia and even though i do play all the video games that i own I don't necessarily buy them because I want to play them all. And you guys all understand this. You know, some of the games that I collect, I collect mainly for nostalgia because when I look at them on a wall or on a shelf, it reminds me of my childhood. And I played them all, but let's face it, there are some games that I own that are just awful and I don't ever want to play again. Yeah. But there's still a some of those underlying love. Yes, there is. But it has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Right. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I was going to say that, you know, some of the shitty games that I didn't like as a kid, I rebought because I had that, you know, nostalgic feeling towards those shitty-ass games, <clears throat> you know? Well, one game that uh, Chris likes that I totally just don't like is Captain Skyhawk. Yeah, I love for that For the reason. I like yeah, Captain I Skyhawk. I can't do it, man. I'm not a fan. Oh, I love that game, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the music. I don't know that I love the music. I do. I do. I'll admit it. I do. It's you good. know what Nintendo game has like the um, Magic Johnson's Fast Break? That was like one of the awesomest intros I've ever seen or ever heard. Have you guys played that recently? Probably mm-hmm. not. No. I don't think I've ever no. played it. I, nope. I will now though. Yeah, it has some weird kind of early 80s hip-hop thing because it's Magic Johnson. You guys need to definitely just flip that on real quick. So. <laughs> I will. Yeah. That's cool. So, I, I don't know. Chris, you can go ahead. 
why I do what I do. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I, it's court ordered. It's court ordered. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> truthfully, I, I I want to. Um, I want my kids to play those games. I know. Nice. I mean, that's that's part of it for sure. I mean, the the nostalgia. Yeah, I love it. Sure. Um, I'm finally in a position in life that I could. Well, I was in a position in my life where I could uh, um, finally have all those games I wanted when I was a kid. So I'm just kind of making up for lost time, maybe. But um, a big, big piece of it is I want my kids to play those games and experience those games. And um, because let's face it, by the time my kids are old enough to to really, really, really play video games. Um, it'll probably be more crap than it is now, you know. So at least yeah. maybe they'll get a chance to play something decent. Um, so I'm I'm hoping they like it. And hey, my my daughter, she wasn't even she's a little more than a year old, and she she did a full lap on Top Gear for the Super Nintendo. So awesome. I'm just saying, she's got no the crashes. Touch. Uh, well, she really more or less hugged the the wall, but um, hey, that works. That she, works. She didn't wreck though. So she made it all the way around. <laughs> You're like, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, I was so proud. You have no clue. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm really hoping uh, to um, to let them experience some of those old games, really. Now, quick question. I, I completely agree with you, Chris, but with my son, I raised him on old video games. I started him off on the Atari 2600, and that's all he played for, like, the first few years of his life. And then he graduated eventually. I, I took him on my path of video <laughs> game. And eventually he went into the Sega Master System, and then the NES, and then the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Are you going to do that with your kids? Are you going to start them off early and then work them up towards it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already... Um, my daughter and I already play... Well, I try to get her to do She does as much as she can. You know, she's only like yeah. three. But um, we play Nintendo and, and Atari together. She, the Atari... The thing about it is, is if you go back in generations... The games mm. are more and more simple, so <laughs> simple but difficult. Right, but the controls are simplistic and things like that. So it's there's not a whole lot of explanation about you know you hold B to run, you hit A to jump, you hit you know when you get the flower, you know there's not a lot of explanation. You know we can, my daughter and I can play combat with each other. Yeah, you know she might never do anything right, but she can move the tank. You know what I'm saying? So. I do know exactly what you're saying. So, my son literally cut his teeth on an Atari controller. Yeah. So I mean it's it's fun it, it it and I think uh between that and the the new ColecoVision that I got um someone gave me a ColecoVision with Donkey Kong I think uh that's um you know between those two um her beginning years are going to be okay. She likes Nintendo okay, but she really can't do too much with it, but she can play some of the Atari games just fine. Yeah, it's that joystick is really convenient for young kids. Yep. And it works. The ColecoVision joystick, not so much. No, we she hasn't played with the Coleco yet, but it's, it's too coming. chunky and uncomfortable. Little hands cannot play a ColecoVision. Yeah, I, you'd have to hold. I'd have to hold the controller for I, the best I could figure. You know what I mean? But yeah, I still I still can't play with those. Is that that the one that looks like a telephone with a knob on it? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that yep. that that thing is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna smash it. <laughs> but you know, it's not it's not my generation. So I can't really hate. I guess I played uh, Atari way, way back, you know, with the one button and all that stuff. That was the easiest. And then I think the the Odyssey controller is pretty crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd love to get an Odyssey 2. That's that's a, one of those consoles I really would love, love, love to get my hands on. I'd want a I want a boxed one. And I had I, I took God. took a picture of one of those. It was for 50 bucks. I think Ed, you you seen that when I posted it. Remember that? Yeah, 50 bucks yeah. is kind of pricey. I think yeah. weren't yeah. you asking about whether or not it was a good deal or was that somebody else? Uh, I just I just posted. I was like, you know, fifty bucks, yeah. good deal or not? But you know, yeah. I wasn't gonna buy it necessarily. You know, but. I got mine literally for free. I bought the thing on eBay, and mm-hmm. I think I I got a good price on it to begin with. It was like thirty bucks, complete in box with eleven games, mm-hmm. and it was wow. listed as working. I got it. The thing would not work. I mean, I fiddled wow. with the stupid thing for probably <laughs> a week. And That's I finally messaged the seller and said, you know what, this thing doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'll ship it back to you. I just I want my money back before I ship it because I don't want to have to pay for shipping. So we went back and forth a little bit, and then she finally just said, you know what, you sound like an honest guy. Just keep it. You know, I'll refund your money, whatever. And it was like a year later. It was still sitting there in the box, and I was getting ready to sell it. I was just going to sell it as a non-working unit, and I plugged it in. worked fine. Crazy. I have no idea why. Wow. Strange. It's worked ever since. That that happened with one of my Sega Master Systems. I had it in the garage for a little bit because it didn't work, and I pulled it out. I guess maybe like the moisture or something. You know? I, I have no idea. I cannot explain it. Yeah, that's weird. I, hopefully, something magical like that happens to my Coleco because my um, both of my controllers, um, like when you turn it on. Uh-huh. The only game I've got is Donkey Kong, and holy crap, was I blown away how good Donkey Kong That's looks. That's amazing, isn't it? It looks fantastic. I tell you what, there are some fantastic... Donkey Kong is probably the best, but there are some fantastic arcade points ports for the ColecoVision. Zaxxon is fantastic on the ColecoVision. Yeah, I need that one. Yeah, you do. But as soon as I turned it on, like Mario just run to the right, and that's it. That's all he would do. And I, and I wouldn't even be holding the controller or nothing. And there's nothing I could. I would switch, swap it out with a Genesis controller because you know it fixed the port and uh-huh. nothing, no, no dice. And you, you need to take the system apart, and mm-hmm. right where the the controller ports solder onto the board, mm-hmm. you need to reflow the solder. Yeah, I yeah. pulled it apart and tried to make sure that there were the contacts were clean and stuff like that. I can't. I couldn't see anything wrong that way. But I'll try it. I, I read that you could replace the the chip. The controller chip, uh-huh. um, pretty easily. You know, it's just resoldering a chip on. That's no big deal. But if I, I'll try that first, that way I don't have to order a chip. You know. Yeah, I fixed one for a friend of mine. His mom actually was selling it, and that's all it was. Just went in, reflowed the solder. It was fine. Well, hmm. I'll do it. I'll do it as hey, this worth weekend. A shot. It's free. I'll do it this yeah, I'll do it this weekend when I get home. Make a okay. video on it. Yeah, I will. Then and post it if it works. If it doesn't work, don't post it. Right. That's probably wise. Just blame Ed that you broke it. Yeah. That's true. You can do that. I don't yeah. mind. You'll take the heat on that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Yeah, I, I I yeah, like that that Donkey Kong, holy crap. And it made me want to play it so like as soon as I turned it on, I was like, Wow, this was and I was ready oh, I was I was itching to play it. And of course the controller wasn't working, so I was like, Well, screw it. I was so upset. But now, now I'm on a quest to find some Coleco games. So, um, I have plenty. If you want to uh, make a trade, <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to. We might be able to play some. Let's make a deal. Right. I got a box copy of Contra. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you every Coleco game I have. For that. <laughs> 
He's it, like, deal. It, it, is it ridiculously priced now? Is that what's going on with that? I just I don't use eBay to buy anything, oh. so it's just mm-hmm. not gonna, I bought it's it not a couple years ago on. I bought it on eBay a couple years ago, complete in box for like, uh, eight bucks. Oh yeah, it's wow. over a hundred bucks now. Easy. That's, you're kidding me. No, yeah, it's, it's got to be over a hundred bucks. Holy crap! Well, that's that. <laughs> Stu, it's just like with Haunting Ground. Like I bought Haunting Ground a couple yeah. years ago. And it was like I bought it for like ten or fifteen bucks, and mm-hmm. it's it's what? What is it now? Like eighty? It's like eighty to ninety bucks right now. That's crazy wow. talk. I don't, that's I, absurd. I must have. No. Yeah, I know. The got, prices are insane, man. I'm telling you what. I was talking with Mike uh, a couple months ago. It's really tempting just to sell off your entire collection now because you know prices are coming down. Yeah. They're so astronomically high right now. It's crazy. Well, I, I, I ain't going to lie to you guys. I sold my Neo Geo not long ago. Good. Oh. I've actually been considering selling off mine. I mean, I've got the Neo CD and the stupid Neo Geo whatever the hell it's called, that new one I bought. <laughs> uh, yeah, that thing sucks. <laughs> but I'm seriously considering getting rid of the AES. I, I did it, and uh, I got, for just the console alone with one controller, I got more than I paid for the console, two controllers, and two games. That's so a deal I, right there. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting on that money right now, just kind of thinking about what I want to do with like, it. Like, literally? You're sitting on it right now? <laughs> right. That's what I use to pad my seat. There you go. Well, you know, you know what sucks? Genesis prices are going up now, too. Yeah. That, yeah. that usually was the untouchable. Nobody cared about the Sega Genesis. Well, you see, you know what's uh, happening is all the collectors that don't want to pay the Nintendo prices are moving on and discovering the Genesis and some other systems, and that's slowly driving the prices up. On to the next one, basically. Which sucks, because I sold my Contra Hardcore not long ago, and I wish I hadn't now. Um, Because that game kicks ass, literally? Yeah. It kicks my ass because I I can't even get past the first level, but <laughs> but it you know it's really hard to come by, and I got it I, when I bought my Genesis. I ordered my Genesis online on eBay, and it came bundled with it for you know my Genesis was like ten bucks or something like that, and it came oh, with nice. that game, and um, I sold the cart. It was just cart only, but still, and I sold that, and I you know if I'd have sold it now, I'd have got. You know, twice what I got for it back then. You know, back when I got rid of it. But um, now I regret it because now it's so so freaking high. Um, you know, it's a hard ass game too. Are you not joking? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I like it better than the Super Nintendo one. But Hands I'm down. biased. I'm biased. No, I'm not biased. It's a better game. It's hard as <laughs> it balls. Is. No, it's definitely a better game. I'd agree with that, too. I, I like the hardcore better than the one Super Contra. What about Bloodlines? I'm Bloodlines uh, fan. I'm all Bloodlines. Me, Dude, too. Bloodlines Ke- is no, awesome. Castlevania 4 on that one. I'd have to go yeah. to Castlevania 4 has better music. Uh, I don't know, man. Bloodlines is some great tunes, man. Bloodlines is great, but the lady that, that scored that had, like, two weeks to make the entire score on the Genesis. Uh mm-hmm. But as far as the gameplay, uh, I know that the Genesis, you know, you don't have the eight-way control with the the whip, but I like the game better. Yeah. Of course, I'm just, I'm used to playing on the Genesis, so I'm used to the the gameplay style on the system, Mm -hmm. I guess. But Mm -hmm. it's my preference. My my thing with the the eight-way whipping on Contra 4 is that 
it, on Contra it, Four. On Contra Four. Contra Four. Yeah, you yeah, haven't had the whipping on Contra Four. No, uh, yeah. uh, in uh, Castlevania Four, um, uh, is it? It's it. It doesn't. It doesn't really cooperate very well with me because they ha- they only have the four way pad. Yeah. It, it, it you know they really should have had eight way on the on the Sega pad because they had an eight way pad. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean it would work. It would have worked a lot better. But you could do if you chose. Oh God, what is the the spear guy? We, yeah, uh, no, we did that recently, didn't we? You could, or uh, you told us about it. Yeah. Well, I figured out that you could. I didn't know you could swing with John Morris because I never played through Bloodlines with John Morris. I always used spear guy. I can't even think mm-hmm. of his name. It's so pathetic. But uh, you could make him spin it, you know, and that's mm-hmm. how you could pseudo do an eight way. Well, see, that hit. never really bothered me. The lack of eight way because it just for me it added to the difficulty. And right. it's just another aspect of the difficulty of the game, so it didn't really affect my enjoyment of it at all. Yeah, I love Bloodlines, man. I mean, you you can't shoot at an angle with Mega Man, and people don't complain about that. Right. And if, if, <laughs> if that's what you're going to nitpick over between two games, I mean, come on. Hey, you'd be surprised. Lots of people do. That's their biggest complaint. Yeah. That's stupid. Yep. And the graphics and the music, uh, you know. But I super. like both the graphic. I like the graphics and the music of. They're different. The, the Bloodlines Blood yeah. is a throwback to the original Nintendo ones. Yeah, I, yes. I love it. I mean, I don't know. That's true. And the you know Castlevania Four is the newer type, I guess. Even though Bloodlines came out later. Yeah. But, uh, Either way, I but yeah. Both, both are great games. Yeah, both oh, are yeah. great games. Definitely, um, no for doubt sure. about it. I've never finished then, Castlevania Four, so I really should do that. I think you know. I mean, I've done Bloodlines, like, several times. You know, I'm going to take a page out of your parents' book, and I'm going to say you're not allowed to complete any game until you <laughs> beat Contra Hardcore. Are you, are you oh, kidding me? I'll never get to play another game in my life. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. If if, if I've got that, that, I'm telling you, I've beat some tough games because of that stupid rule. Well, not so stupid rule, I guess, in the grand scheme of life. It wasn't that dumb at all. I, I absolutely love that rule. I'm not joking. Ingenious. When I said that I was going to do that with my kids, I'm absolutely going to institute that rule. It, it was ingenious. And it, what, where they messed up was when they started buying us two games, like, for Christmas and stuff. Because then we uh-huh. would get, like, we got, what did we get? We got the Rocketeer and, like, Ghosts and Goblins at the same time. Well, <laughs> I just used Rocketeer as the gateway to the next game. Because, I mean... Did you both have to beat it, or just one of you? Could just, you like split off and each one beat a game? Just one, and it was always me. <laughs> <laughs> My brother just didn't have the attention span for it back then. He didn't. He would get so bored with it, and he'd get so ticked off. So he just cruised on your ability, is what you're saying? Pretty much. Bastard. And, yeah. I well, did that with my brother, too. I never really beat Fantasy Star 1 until I got older. So I was really just watching my dad and my brother play the game. Yeah, in essence, That's cool. I didn't really, I didn't really know what was going on either. <laughs> hey, you know, actually, there, there's a game called Ernest Evans for the Genesis that yeah, uses... it's they've got it in one of the stores that I frequent, and I've, I'm waiting for the price to come down. Yeah, I mean, it's what a cool, cool, it's an interesting game. Uh, it tries to emulate Castlevania Four, but it does yeah. it terribly. The music's <laughs> pretty good, but uh, it has the eight-way whip action in that game. It's uh, it's it tries to emulate that. Uh, it's interesting to say the least. And nobody really knows about that game. So Ed, you should pick that up though, man. If it wasn't forty dollars, I would. Oh, wow. Gosh, forty bucks. 
Oh, it looks man. like it was on the the Mega CD too. Uh, I, I've never even seen that. It's, it looks pretty cool, actually. But it looks kind of like I, a blatant ripoff. <laughs> I mean, no, it is. <laughs> it I mean, is. It, but it doesn't play it's as like, well. That's for sure. It's just like the the what game is that on the Sega Master System? That's kind of like Castlevania. With oh, that Mas- like. Master of Darkness. Yeah. 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 It wasn't released in the U.S. I, I've been trying to get a cheap copy of that, but no luck so far. Hmm. Yeah, that's a. If I could add to why I collect, it, it, a lot of it has to do with the thrill of the hunt, the mm-hmm. you know being out there and hunting for these games, and you know a lot of that also is related to the feeling that I used to get when I was a kid buying a game at Toys R Us or. Electronics boutique or Babbage's or whatever it was, you know, it, that's that's definitely part of it. Even though, you know, a lot of the times around here, it's really Nintendo stuff, N sixty four, mainly and PlayStation, all that other stuff. But it's like all that crap. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all that crap. Uh, I guess uh, I can share my part. Is yeah. um. Mainly to, you know, catch up just like the rest of you guys. And, you know, I was, like, super poor. And the only way that I was able to play games is if I borrowed it from a friend that had them. You know, I never even had my own console until, like, freaking, I don't know, after middle school, early high school. You know, my own that I purchased myself. I've always had, like, hand-me-downs from, like, other people. Like, oh, I'm not going to play this shit anymore. Here you go. I remember when the Super Nintendo first came out. It was Super Mario World, and uh, that's back when uh, Hollywood Video was renting games out. And so, you know, I, I, I wasn't working at that point, so I literally saved the whatever bucks I had, had my buddy rent it for me, and then, you know, that's how I would play my stuff. So, you know, later on, I guess, you know, I'm like, hey, I want to play these games and uh, find them again. Because uh, one of the first games that I really enjoyed was Final Fantasy II for the Super Nintendo, and I did rent that from Hollywood Video. And I'm kind of surprised that my save was on there every time that I went back to go return it, and that was, like, one of the first games that I actually beat, you know, was a freaking RPG like that. And uh, since then, you know, it just kind of snowballed into me to actually, you know, loving games and stuff. And um, at one point, my mom did buy me a Genesis, but at the same time, when I plugged... You know how the the Genesis controllers are? There's, like, those six pins or whatever? Yeah. I plugged it in... But the pins, like, bent in, and then that broke the system. And then I went, hey, Mom, you know, my, my my Sega's messed up. It's broken. So she said, oh, okay. She just took it back to the store and never got another one. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, so I turned on Sonic Sega. Done deal. That was it. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so I was like, you know, I was pretty burnt since then. And then, you know, it goes over to, like, in high school PlayStation era and all that stuff, I kind of got back into gaming then. And then, you know, just fast forward to now is that, you know, so many games that I missed and so many games I had fond memories of playing them at friends' house that they had and we used to trade and go back and forth. You know, I just wanted to get those games back that, you know, I used to, you know, play with my friends. You know, my buddy had the Sega Saturn and I went, you know, I got one of those with like Daytona USA. Then um, Super Nintendo, we had the you know Castlevania and like um, Sim City. I would play hours and hours of just stupid ass Sim City. Me too, um, man. Yeah, Me you too. know. So I eventually just wanted to collect the games that I had as a kid, and then I just wanted to get some of the games that my friends had as a kid, just to remember you know that 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 bond that we had with that game. 
And uh, then, you know, just me just collecting games to, I guess, archive video games and, you know, keep physical media alive, you know, take it from the Twitter list, I guess. But uh, that's totally what, you know, I've been doing. I just really appreciate the games that we had back when we were growing up because it, it's not going to be the same with all this digital era type shit. And that goes back to, you know, we're missing manuals, we're missing all of this. It's just not going to be the same, but, you know, it, it's 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 just trying to keep it from, you know, totally just deteriorating and getting lost off the planet, you know. We we got to do it. We're, we're blaming each other for, uh, you know, as collectors to, you know, shoot up the price. But if, you know, nobody tries to preserve these things, who is going to do it? Right. That's a... That's true. Saviors of retro. Yeah. yeah. True. So. That's, a, that's a good place to transition to uh, games we've been playing. What you think? Sounds good. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Uh, so let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, who should go first? Mike, you go first. Uh, Ed sent me a ridiculous... Um, video game package the other, I don't know, a month ago, and I've been playing Bloodlines every nice. <laughs> every other day. That game is tough. It's a, it's yeah, a tough man. game. But yeah. uh, I beat Rampage a little while back for the Gen- uh, for the Sega Master. I've, wow. been, I've been playing Mega Man 6. Uh, what else? Um, Battlefield 3, God of War, and... Uh, uh, resistance for the PlayStation Three. Cool. Yep. Ed, what have you been playing? I've been playing actually quite a bit of stuff. Uh, played through Trying Two with my two younger brothers. Uh, cool. A PC game, fantastic. If you haven't tried it, uh, actually the kind of game that I would have loved to have had when I was a kid. Uh, let's see, what else have I played through? Played through. Uh, a couple of other games with them. We played uh, Sequest DSV on the Sega Genesis. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, How you're is that? cruising around. It, it's it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of cool what they tried to do. It looks really good. There are several different types of gameplay, including a level where you're in like a mini sub and you're. It's almost like a, a shoot 'em up. Uh, but it's just it's done so poorly. I mean, for Christ's sake, it looks like you're cruising around under the ocean in a penis. It does. It does. It is so bad. I love that game because but, of uh, <laughs> Yeah, actually, I've played a ton of games like that, but most recently, I finally got my stinking MAME cabinet working. Nice. And everything nice, is not yeah. perfectly configured yet, but as soon as I had the monitor working, I went and played uh, Centipede yeah. and Tempest. Nice. I have a spinner oh. built into the control panel along oh. with the trackball. Nice. I swear to God, I probably played Tempest... I got the thing working at like 2 a.m., and then I played Tempest until 8 o'clock the next morning when my kids got up. Nice. Oh, they just played the absolute shit out of that game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I predict once I get that completely set up that for the next probably year, I'll play nothing but MAME games. I will completely forget about the, you know, 70 other systems that I own. It's a whole lot, easy, whole lot easier to just play on a cab and hop right on, you know what I mean? You know oh what? Well, you know what that's game most I would, of what I play. Oh, sorry. What, go ahead. You know what game I would play first? Aliens vs. Predator. Nice. I love that game. Well, it, yeah, I love that game. That's a great. That's one that I would have loved to see come to home consoles, but the port would have sucked. 
You know? I don't know. The the Jaguar Alien versus Predator is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, but the the, the main one, have you ever played that? I, I have not. The no. beat em up? The beat oh my up. god. Yeah. The beat em up is so good. Um it's excellent. Yeah, I, that was like my first or second arcade review that I did. I remember it. It's so... Oh, that game is so good. And I go back to that video all the time going, yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> well, see, though, for me it was Tempest. My whole reason for building a MAME cabinet is because I loved Tempest in the arcade when I was a kid. My absolute yeah. favorite arcade machine. And the only way to properly play it is with the spinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you don't have a spinner, it's a completely different game. And as good as Tempest 2000 on the Jaguar is, you know, it sucks without a spinner. And it's like it's trying like, to play Cabal without the rolling ball. It's like trying yeah. to play Centipede with a joystick. It's just it's awful. Yeah. So that was my whole reason for building a Mame cabinet is I wanted to play Tempest on an arcade machine with a spinner. And it was totally worth it. <laughs> Such a cool game, man. Tempest. Way ahead of oh, its time. That's man. the only downside is I don't have a vector graphics monitor. Hmm. God, it looks amazing. At the Midwest Gaming Classic, I walked up to play it. They had the console. There was somebody on that thing from the, the time that I got there till you know they sold the thing and it went out that Saturday night. But it finally opened up, and I was going to show Retro Rewinder because he asked me what my favorite arcade game was. And we walked up to it, and I was telling him, you know, there's going to be somebody on it, so you'll just have to kind of watch. There was nobody on the thing. I went up to it to play it. It didn't work. Oh, uh, somebody had bought it. Yeah, somebody had bought it, and apparently somebody, after the fact, beat the shit out of it, and the spinner wouldn't work. Uh, it looks fantastic. Vector graphics games are amazing. Me, yeah. uh, Gorf, Gorf and Vectrix graphics, sick. And um, yeah. Tron as well, like a couple of uh, areas of Tron, I think, is Vectrix. And of course, Star Wars. I love that. Yeah, man. and that's as far as games I played. I didn't even think about all the games I played at the Midwest Gaming Classic. It's insane. Uh, my son, who granted, you know, he's younger, he's pretty good at video games, but it always surprises me when he's good at an old game. Yeah, we went up, and the vector graphics reminded me there was a game called Black Widow, which I'd never played before, but I, I, w- I was aware of its existence. Where you're, you're a spider, a Black Widow. And you're on a web, and you you play using two joysticks, and one joystick moves you, the other joystick fires, kind of like Robotron, but you're restricted to this web. And I hopped on, and I started playing. I lasted maybe 30 seconds. Wow. And I'm thinking, ah, I'm going to frustrate my son and make him jump on this thing. I swear to God, that kid played on it for a half an hour. It's awesome. Yeah, he had, when we left there, he had the highest score on the, the machine That's great. by, like, God... A hundred thousand points. It was insane. It's wild. That's cool. I've never, I've never heard of that one, man. Now it's it's a cool one. Uh, it's like like I said, it's it's got a Robotron style gameplay, but it's got other elements added into it, and you're you're in a much more restrictive playfield because you're on a web, and then things are slowly added to the web to restrict your movement. Ooh, sorry, got to talk about one more game. Yeah. Uh, uh, shit, what was it called? Uh. The StarCraft base shoot 'em up that I posted on Facebook. Mission Craft. It oh, is yeah, yeah. a vertical scrolling shooter based in the world of StarCraft. I finally got to play that, and I didn't get to play it for long because there was a line at that thing the whole time I was there. But I played it for maybe three or four minutes, and that game is fantastic, man. It's got it, it looks like StarCraft, but the graphics have been fleshed out a little bit. 
It has all the StarCraft special, er, not special effects, all the StarCraft sound effects. I definitely going to be adding that one to my main cabinet. Why have I never heard of this? Because I had neither <laughs> until I saw this arcade machine. It is Holy epic. Holy crap, this looks good. Hold on. Yo, it's fantastic. If you like vertical scrolling shooters. I love vertical scrolling shooters. <laughs> yeah, right. I posted on Facebook, you know, how have I not heard of this? And somebody quick find me a ROM and put a link in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, well, if, if someone hooks you up with that, let me know. I want it. Little Retro well, Brothers. Go on my Facebook page and find that post, and Little Retro Brothers put a link to it on there. All right, I'm going to hook it up because that's one. Oh, man. That, I want that to be one of your arcade overviews. You know what? That, yeah, I, was hell yeah. to, I was about Definitely. to say, that just might happen. That is a personal request. Yeah, it, it'll happen then, because I'm... You know what? While you're doing that, do some... I know you do research on the games, man. I, I would like to hear where that one came from. All right. Is it's it just on. something that somebody made up and posted online? I don't know. It looked like a uh, an official arcade cabinet to me. I, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to look into it. We'll find out. All right. I'm what was, the game? About what was it called again? Mission what Craft. Was it called? Mission Craft. Mission, Mission Craft. Okay. Hey, question for you, Ed. Um, how did you smash your Navi? I'm sorry, say again, you broke up a little bit. How did you smash your navigation screen? Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I told you, man, I, I punched it. Oh, nice. It, it pissed Just... me off. It, that <laughs> stupid radio, nothing on that thing works. And the only thing that works on it is the screen, right? The radio doesn't work. The, the GPS function doesn't work. Nothing that you would have it for works except <laughs> the screen. It's a touchscreen. The touchscreen only works about 10% of the time. And I was trying to get it to switch to Bluetooth so that I could listen actually to your guys' podcast. I was trying to listen to your podcast. I was trying to switch it to Bluetooth so I could stream it from my phone, and it wouldn't work. And I got pissed, and I punched it, and it broke. So now the (laughs) only thing that worked on it, which was the screen and the Bluetooth, I can't use. Because you you can access everything on the thing using buttons on the face except Bluetooth. So now I can't use Bluetooth and I can't use the screen to play video games. It's totally worthless. <laughs> Sounds like a Buick. <laughs> oh, Your Buick was awesome. Yeah, it was. Until it blew up, of course. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I have been... Not playing too much. I played Echo the Gol- the Golfin. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, for your Echo Wednesday the- news video. Yeah, Echo the Dolphin. I did that. And I played that for a while. Actually, after that first level, I played through like four more levels. Um, There's a level the- after the first one. Yeah. Was that, was that the piss off Michael B? Yeah. A little yeah. bit. He he doesn't. He he vows and declares he doesn't hate the game, but I know hate when I smell it. You know, and he. He doesn't like it, but it. it either way, um, I like Echo. It's fun to me, but um, I'm easily entertained. So it's like uh, Col- Colibri, yeah, like that game. That game's interesting too. That's a st- I played that a little bit. Oh, um, Colibri, yeah, yeah. That's a cool game, man. Once you figure out how to shoot stuff, it's yeah. pretty damn cool. Yeah, and, I and wish I had that one. You can, I yeah, I do too. You can figure out the uh, right power ups. You know, yeah. What which one are the better? Weapons and stuff. It's it's a it's an interesting game. Strange, but uh, I played um, played that. I played. I started uh, the Castlevania: Lord of Shadows, the first one. Finally, I'm getting around to breaking into that one. But right now, I'm like, I've been working on figuring out 
I've been playing just a lot of random games for a couple minutes to see if I really want to do it for a, uh, an After Dark review. And I was playing um, Werewolf, The Last Warrior for a little while. Mm. Um, I played Parappa the Rapper for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I don't know. I, I, I'm playing through a bunch of random stuff trying to figure out what to do next for 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 After Dark. Is hey. Werewolf the one for the Nintendo? Yeah. NES? Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. It's fun. Now, can it's... you get yourself some satin pajamas for the After Dark special? I might be able to make that Cigar. happen. Yeah. Cigar. Yeah, do, get a little Hugh Hefner thing going on. I might be able to make something like that happen. <laughs> Snifter. Yeah. <laughs> Zipper I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but uh, that's it. I really haven't been playing too much beyond that. Like, cause I'm not playing anything with any kind of commitment right now. I'm just trying to see if it's worth the time to go do a full review on it. I, I never play doing... anything with commitment, <laughs> except <laughs> yeah. for Tempest. If apparently. I have to commit to it, I'm not interested. No, that's Split. the thing. You don't have to commit to Tempest. You know, that's you true. play Tempest, you get through. You know, eleven levels, and it starts over, and it's harder, and eventually you just you die. I mean, it's like a at best, it's a fifteen minute game, and then you don't have to commit to another game if you don't want to. That's why I love shooters. I just want to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, that that's a good way to look at it. I uh yeah I I I'm just trying to figure out what to play for the trying to decide on that, and and Werewolf would be a good choice, I think, because no one I don't really know anybody talking about that game. And, no, uh, no. I, I told you. Yeah. I told you. It'd be a good it's one. A good to, one. I'd love to get. I want a complete copy of it because I want mm. the complete copy with the uh, the comic book and everything. Yeah. Uh, that's. I bet you that's going to be hard to come by these days, huh? <laughs> a couple well, of years ago, uh, I could have got oh. it for ten bucks. Unless they hear it on the podcast and go buy it real quick. I tried to get a. Uh, what was that ghost game you got? Ghost Hunter. Ghost. Uh huh. I tried to get that. Um, a buy it now when a best offer, offered uh-huh. seven bucks. The guy shot me down. So. Oh yeah, that that one that one's gonna hike up pretty quick. Well, but his price was eight, so I thought that. Oh was, really? Yeah, it had a sticker huh. on top of the disc. I thought, well, I don't care about a sticker on the disc, you know. Uh-huh. And I figured seven was reasonable. Like that's a reasonable compromise. He wasn't. He didn't <laughs> go for it. He went. He did. He denied seven when he was asking eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's hey, how it is now. Sir. Speaking of ghost games, uh, you need to try and get yourself a copy of, uh, I believe it's called Haunting with Poltergeist yeah, cool on game. the Genesis. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've seen a review on that, and that is a really cool game. Very unique. How much is that going to run me here? <laughs> uh, it's it's probably borrow, not cheap borrow. if you want a complete copy. I, I You could borrow mine. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't have a double? No, I don't have a double, believe it or not, on that one. There's an auction on right now. I'll keep an eye on this auction. Yeah, keep an eye on That would be a really cool one to do a review It's of. like 40 bucks for a complete copy. Yeah, a complete do copy it. is going to run you a bit. But this, there's one that guy's got it uh, buy it now for 25 I don't know what it's shipping. Shipping's 2 bucks. Hmm. Uh, Not bad. I'm going to watch it. Let me watch. Oh, he's got a reserve on it, bastard. <laughs> Watch his reserve. I hate that. I hate that. You know what? If you're if you're gonna have a reserve, just post it as a buy it now. Yeah, with a best offer. The reserve pisses me off so but there's nothing worse than putting what you think is a reasonable bid on something and it doesn't meet the reserve. 
Oh, and it, what's funny is whenever you're the top bidder and the thing closes out and you didn't meet the reserve, you're like, see, idiot, yeah. it wasn't worth what you thought Second it was. Second chance offer. That's, That's what right. those are for, you know? Yeah. So games I've been playing yeah. are, I've been into a heavy survival horror kick lately. Sweet. Um, you it. know, I, I've been playing uh, Parodius, too, if you guys played that for the Saturn. Yeah. I guess it's an import, import only, but uh, that's another sh- Gradius type shooter. Did you borrow but, uh, that game? I did from your I friend. It. I, I did. I, <laughs> I borrowed it from my friend, the internet. He, he, he he's he's a good friend, you know. So generous. <laughs> but uh, ever since I started playing that Deception game, which is you know the whole torture uh, simulation type thing, I've been trying to collect and play all these uh, survival horror you know i played the fatal frame recently that's a total creep show there but uh going going back to like ghost hunter it's a uh, rated t for team but going through that game it's really creepy if you ever watch those old movies where there's just uh random ass voices in the corridor just like help me or release us or you know fucking kill me it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 fucking creepy as hell you know what i mean and uh, it's it. These games are really fun, and you know, it's the games a genre that I didn't really touch with way back in the day. So I'm kind of you know, checking it out. And after playing them, you know, I really enjoy them. And you know, I just want to see what else is out there. Besides, everybody just plays Resident Evil. There's other games that will scare the shit out of you, like Silent Hills and all that other stuff. So oh, no doubt, the original Silent Hill. Yeah, mm. that one, like fucking babies with knives that are bleeding and shit like that. It's crazy, but. Yeah, I've been just playing a whole lot of that. As for, like, uh, the sit-down and play, I played, you know, Raiden Trad the other day. And also, um, what else? I played Vendetta on MAME, too. I just love Vendetta. It's just that old-school 80s beat-someone's-ass action with a, like, nail bat. Like, what new games do you know how, do they have now with, like, people that just fight with nail bats? You know, nail there bat. are not enough <laughs> nail bats in popular culture nowadays. We need to yeah. bring that back. And yeah, you always have and to have the bats. one. You always have to have the one bent nail on the nail bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's how you know you mean business. Well, throwing, yeah, you know, and yeah, you can exactly. use it to hook people. Yeah. Plus, throwing giant barrels. Yeah. Yes. At things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people. eating just random roasts that you find on the floor. <laughs> yeah, street meat, man. That's, that's <laughs> another. That's another one of the videos, Mike. That was my nickname in high school. Street, street meat. <laughs> oh jeez zipper mask yeah it's time to time to party what else you been playing Stu uh, that's pretty much it you know just hopping back and forth like for the past week and a half I've been just working on that hi-fi and you know tuning that to where I want to get it that thing freaking hits with uh, the tower speakers I have so I'm really happy with my setup right now and that's yeah. all connected more videos through... on that please yeah definitely yeah, I have to do an update. The first speakers that I posted were just, you know, to test out the system. And, you know, I totally couldn't even turn up my system because they would totally blow those speakers. But the speakers I have now, they totally handle what this uh, system is uh, pushing. And even those two speakers that I posted on Facebook were 15 bucks for both of them. So it wasn't bad at all. You, you guys know uh, Coach Newman? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's even talking to his dad because apparently his dad has one of the old school setups that he's going to try to offer up. So he's going to hook up his whole PC gaming setup with an old hi-fi as well. So that's pretty cool. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do an update video. You know, I'll maybe show off some of the, you know, tapes 
that I picked up recently, and you know, just your new laserdisc player. Those things are huge. There's actually a big stack of game. I mean, a stack of those discs at um, my local Goodwill, but it's been ravaged. Through. There's nothing left. But uh, there was Jurassic Park, but there's no good stuff like Big Trouble Little China or RoboCop or anything like that. There's like John Denver stuff. <laughs> it, it's weird. No, nothing I'd want. I remember I used to, uh, I used to drool looking at the Aliens laser disc back mm-hmm. then. You know, it was like thirty. Well, how much was it, Ed, back then? Fifty bucks. Actually, that was the only version at the time that you could get that had the minigun sequence. That on had it. the extra scenes, yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I remember the first time I saw the minigun sequence. I went into a Circuit City, and they had it playing on a laser disc, one of the like the two thousand three hundred dollar laser disc player on the massive projection television. And the minigun sequence is just fantastic. I don't know why they cut that out. Such because they're part. dumbasses. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough said. Easy I, answer. I always wanted the Star Wars, all the Star Wars, um, for um, on Laserdisc. It's the only way to watch it. Yeah, that's what I hear. And that's that's I wanted that so bad, but no Laserdisc. <laughs> what? No laser disc player. <laughs> no laser dick player. Yeah. Uh, buddy of mine, that a buddy used to be my nickname in high school, by the way, laser dick. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy of mine had, uh, his dad had a laser disc player, and uh, it apparently crapped out or whatever. We were going to try to fix it at one point, and we took it apart, and his dad was not impressed with the fact that he... <laughs> He walks in and we've got like his laser disc player in parts because, like you said, it was not a cheap piece of hardware. We no, it was probably know. one of the older ones too, like the gas lasers. Those things went bad all the time. Yeah, so we just had it all like tore apart on the <laughs> on the uh, on the kitchen table there, and he was not happy. He was not happy <laughs> at all with us. At least you tried. Yeah. At least you tried. We did. We tried. We tried real hard. That it, Stu? You good? Uh, that is pretty much it. All right. Well, why don't we uh, wrap things up and uh, close this bad boy up, huh? All right. All right. Well, that's it. We uh, we wasted at least an hour of your time, and uh, we hope it was uh, it was fun to waste it with us at least. And uh, Ed, Mike, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. You were uh, you were uh, you were a suitable replacement for the genie. But it so, took two yeah. of us. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. It did. True. And my, Mike, Michael B. does give his regards to you guys because he, he really does. wants to be on this one. Yeah, he was really upset. So we're going to have to get you guys back on one time when he's around. Cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. That's excellent. It'll be... We, we need to have you guys all in the Nerd Masters with us. That'd be good. Hey, and, well, you guys use uh, something else to record, so... Uh, we'll probably be using Skype now that they do free group call. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely, yeah. I'm, yeah, that's... I'm down for, down for one of those. Yeah, definitely. Well, awesome. Well, thank you thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Ed, Mike, thank you guys. I'm going to sign off and leave it to you guys to do whatever you do. Which would be signing off, and thanks everyone for uh, listening to the podcast and is this shit over? Because I'm not quite sure, and all right, we're good. <laughs> Send us out, Mike. See you later. <laughs> That's not what you say. And I'll see you next time. There you go. That's better. All right. All right. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Um, However, whatever format.